moms can come in every shape and form, and sometimes their children happen to have fur and wagging tails. This is a podcast for those who love the four-legged friends that they rescued because they got rescued right back. Each week, we bring on a dog mom or two to talk about their dogs and how they changed their lives. This is Rescue Dog Moms, a parenting podcast. I'm Yamini, and this is Boss. Hello, Rescue Dog Moms and Dog Dads. Welcome back to an episode of Rescue Dog Moms, and we got another small business feature today. I honestly am so happy during this series because so many people do awesome products for both dogs and dog parents, so why not talk about them? And also, the main thing, the stories behind these businesses are so powerful, and that's really something that you can't get from the Walmarts and Amazons and PetSmarts of the world, is that story, that inspiration. I had an amazing conversation with Ingrid from Toronto Dog Moms. She really is the emblem of someone who is really passionate about dogs, has been passionate about dogs her whole life, had multiple dog-related and pet-related businesses, and, and now is just doing some amazing work with Toronto Dog Moms, creating really cute products for pup parents and dogs alike and just being a really big pillar of the Toronto dog community so people can get together and connect. I love their Facebook group. I'm obviously going to link all of their links below, including the Facebook group, because I find it so fun. There are some really cute dogs on there and then obviously just tons of information for dog parents. I also want to say that Toronto Dog Moms is a big supporter of Rescue and are currently donating a portion of their sales to Straight to Play. As you guys know, Straight to Play are a great rescue. I fostered with them a few times. They're friends of mine and they were also guests on this podcast. So I'm really happy about that partnership. This podcast is out on a Monday. Um, On Wednesday, there is a big promotion and new item drop on the uh, Toronto Dog Moms website. So I definitely encourage you guys to go check it out, see if there's anything out there for you. For those of you like me who are addicted to reality TV, there's a little short discussion about Bravo there. Honestly, I would love to talk about Bravo and pets all day. So I guess if anyone wants to be (laughs) a guest on that segment with me, shoot me a DM. I'm looking. Without further ado, this is the longest intro probably ever recorded. Here's the episode. Hi, Ingrid. Welcome to the Rescue Dog Moms podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. How has life been going as spring is starting over here? Pretty good. I'm excited for the warmer weather. Been outside a lot longer with my dog, which is nice, and he's enjoying it too. So we're just excited for for the sun to be out longer. Let's talk a little bit about your dog. Tell me about him. So his name is Chino. He's a 10-year-old American Old English Bulldog. And the story behind where I I got him I actually had a dog for I feel like 16 years and he passed away a year to the date that he passed away I found Chino they both were the only male in their litter and they both have their birthdays are like two days apart so I was like it is meant for me to get this dog like the universe is telling me I need this dog. I wasn't in the market for a dog, didn't think I would get a dog again. And then I got him and he kind of has been the inspiration of everything I do since I've gotten him. So it's work 
worked out. That's amazing. Was your old dog also like an English bulldog? So my old dog's name was Chubby. I got him in grade two, hence the name. I like. I little... honestly love that name. I feel like <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm 30 and I would use that name right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was the pop, you know, the little pops, the Chubby pops. Oh my God. I was yes. obsessed with those. And then I got this dog and I was like, his name is Chubby. So he was a Rottweiler hound mix. So he was a really weird mix of a dog. But yeah, I got him in grade two and, you know, I was like, I'm going to name him something cool. And it's always fun to yell that because people turn around and they're like, excuse me, are you talking to me? And I'm like, that's my dog's name. <laughs> that's been fun. <laughs> nice. So you've had Chino for 10 years and since yeah. he was a puppy. Yeah, since he was eight weeks old, brought him home. What inspiration did he bring to your life, especially when it comes to starting your small business? So I was in college when I got him and I was kind of in between sorry I think I was in university actually by the time I got him and my university was all the way in Oshawa so it was quite the commute and I needed something to kind of get him entertained because he was very very hyper he started going to doggy daycare and things like that and I looked for a dog walker as well and I kind of did the math for a little bit and I was like this dog walker make pretty awesome money like and she's doing like if there's any job I'd ever want that's the job I want I started a dog walking business and from there it expanded it grew I had it for eight and a half years years and sold it about two years ago now. So he kind of inspired that because I was like, well, I need to do something where I can take this dog with me because he was just so high energy bouncing off the walls all day. So I was like, I need something to kind of get him to release his energy so that I can, you know, come home from school and study and, and do other things. I started the dog walking business and he came with me to work. So I couldn't even like it was the best job ever. I got to bring my dog to work. I got to be around other dogs. And it's something I thoroughly enjoyed the entire time that I did it. I love that. And I'm assuming he loves other dogs so he had a blast yes he had a lot of friends some of them taught him some pretty bad habits actually I have videos of him I, I don't know if you see it on our Instagram but I'm always posting videos of him rolling in like dirt in the middle of the road wherever we go he just drops and rolls and I, it was actually one of the dogs that I walked that taught him that it was this little Boston Terrier named Dolly and I literally have photos of her rolling next to him and him kind of like I don't know about that and then photos of him doing it with her and I was like she's literally the one who taught him that so literally that like, light bulb moment of like Ooh, yeah rolling. Like, that looks fun I'm gonna do that <laughs> so and he got to socialize with a bunch of dogs and it helped a lot with his training too because a lot of the dogs would stay with me sometimes if the owners were traveling so he got used to sharing his toys sharing his food sharing his bed so it, it helped a lot with his training as well because he was a puppy at the time yeah and having dogs with other dogs is honestly so easy so that's awesome and how did that transition into Toronto dog mom so a lot of my friends started getting married and having babies um, um, and a lot of them were always talking about like these mommy and me classes and mom groups and all of this. And I'm like, no one's doing this for pet parents. And I found too, because I teach pet first aid and CPR, a lot of the people that were taking my class, a lot of the time were just there because they're dog groomers or vet techs or dog walkers. So they were there because of their job. But it was very rare that I would see pet parents coming into the class. And that's actually the people that excited me the most to be there because I was like, you're not here for work. Your, your job didn't send you to, to be here because you actually want to do it. So I figured why not create a community where we can have something for pet parents that they can go and get a resource of information, whether it be looking for a vet, looking for the best 
dog park, pet friendly places or anything like that and, and create that where we're supported just as much as, you know, people with human babies are supported. <laughs> yeah, I, when I came up with my podcast concept, definitely same face, you know, like my community of like dog friends and I were all just like so freaking obsessed with our dogs, right? Yeah. And I, it's terrible. I start like comparing my friends' kids to my dogs sometimes. And that's <laughs> when I know I've crossed a line probably, yeah. but I can't help it. I'm just like, I'm a mom too. I work yes. just as hard. <laughs> For sure. Exactly. Like I work hard so my dog can have nice things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you work in the dog in like the pet space. Yeah. So I do right now, all I do full time is Toronto dog moms, but then I do teach the pet first aid and CPR when we're allowed to. <laughs> I yes. haven't taught in a year. And I actually had a class. Yeah, and I actually had a class book for this month, but obviously we cannot have the class. So I'll have to rebook for later on. And that's crazy. I really would think that would be looped in into like the veterinary space or like the pet health space. So that's really yeah, it's, it's hard with the with what allowed and what isn't allowed. I think even groomers for a little bit weren't allowed yes. to operate, right? They had to fight for that figure. There's no point of trying to fight and bend any rules. I'll just wait until, like you said, people are vaccinated we're good to go and and go back to our mm-hmm. regular teaching schedule <laughs> god it's been so messy so i can i can i feel for you right now yeah. like, that's so rough but i'm glad at least toronto dog moms can continue to prosper and grow i did want to ask you where did your passion for the pet industry come from i feel like i've always loved animals in general since i was a kid i used to walk around telling people when i grow up i'm going to be a vegetarian but i actually meant to say i wanted to be a veterinarian I just couldn't say it so it's something I've always wanted to do obviously I didn't go to school to be a veterinarian there was more sides of the job that came with it than I really thought through but some working with pets has always been something that I've been passionate about and that I've been interested in and when I'm learning about anything like with the the dog walking I did have to learn about a lot of dog training the different breeds and kind of like what motivates them because every pet is different and it never felt like work it always felt something that I always wanted to learn more and, and read more and do my own research on things rather than like it being something that I absolutely had to do because of my job. It was something that I enjoyed doing and it never really felt, you know, like, oh, I got to sit and read for two hours about XYZ. It was always, I'm interested and I want to learn more and oh my God, the time's passed and I didn't even notice. Oh, that's great. That's the best feeling you can have with a job. So funny. I relate so hard to your veterinary thing. I think (laughs) when I was a kid, I used to say that I wanted to be a ballerina and a vet like at the same time. Those were my careers of choice. I think I just didn't do it because I ended up not being good at science or anything science related at all. That, yeah, my thing, chemistry was not strong for me at all. Well, you get dogs in your life and you, I don't know, you seems, it sounds like you get all the fun parts, in my opinion. The training can be hard, obviously, I'm sure. But yeah, with the dog walking, there's fun parts and there's other things that happen sometimes that you're like, oh, oh. my God, what am I getting into? It's always enjoyable at the end of the day because you're basically the treat lady who shows up at the dog's house to walk them so they absolutely love you so like the excitement your dog gives you when you get home from work I was getting that from like 10 dogs a day oh my god yeah my job was pretty awesome (laughs) that is the best validation ever it's funny because we've had boss only like for a almost a year so just since the quarantine the excitement he shows when he sees his dog walker he is no comparison to me he's never been that excited to see me because I never leave Yeah. So that's exactly what I would get. And even on the weekends, like if I see a client walking their dog, they're getting dragged to me because the dog's like, oh, there's the lady, the treat lady. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
So that's always nice and rewarding. That's super fun. And what about, um, I mean, yeah, you do a lot of work with pets, but I, when it comes to Toronto Dog Moms, you do a lot of work for us, the dog parents and all the fun apparel and all of that. Where did that passion come from? It's pretty different yeah. industry. Yeah. So I've always wanted to do something product related. So with the dog walking, it was always service. And I could only go so far. So essentially, when I started the dog walking, I was able to grow it and kind of expand the boundaries and and hire dog walkers to work for the company. But obviously, I can only really stick to Toronto. Whereas with the product, as much as we're called Toronto Dog Moms, I've shipped stuff out to Ottawa. I've shipped stuff out to New Brunswick, like pretty much all over Canada at this rate. And Mm -hmm. we've had a couple of US orders come in as well. So it's always been something I've always wanted to do just because I'm able to be creative on that part of it. I feel like there's no restrictions in terms of the area that I'm restricted to. And I like that I can just kind of be creative. And if I wake up today and I'm like, oh, this inspired me, I can make that into a t-shirt. I can make it into a sticker. I can make it into a tote bag, whatever I'd like to do. So that's kind of where I enjoy that part of my job now. Yeah, that's super fun. I do own your real Toronto Dog Moms of Toronto shirt. And that is just yeah. my obsession. Actually, I got it as a birthday present. Because my friend, my reality TV pal got it for me. The one who of I course. text all the and I love that I can kind of overlap with other stuff like I love dogs but I love the real housewives like yeah there is not a franchise I don't watch <laughs> so and you know, I there's like so I much can... dog content on the real housewives you know they should totally make something where it's just about the dogs like they should have a doggy meetup with all the housewives and their dogs and I think it would be awesome they're doing one with the kids actually yes I <laughs> I actually have to look into that because I heard they were on watch what happened <laughs> happens live which yes. I gotta go look <laughs> yeah so I'm like if the kids get it why can't the dogs it'd be awesome <laughs> like you and I were just gonna talk bravo I always imagined <laughs> that Lisa Vanderpump would do a spin-off of like Vander dogs and it never really happened yeah. I know she did her restaurants and everything but not anything they did a lot of the people that worked at the restaurant volunteered at her yes. her organization but never not enough content maybe I don't know no and I guess puppy gate <laughs> maybe made that <laughs> too big a yeah. deal on Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe people on this podcast have no idea what I'm talking about. But <laughs> I as long encourage. As we understand. <laughs> exactly. I encourage everyone to just get into Bravo anytime yeah. anyone's looking for anything. <laughs> Especially during quarantine, I feel like I've rewatched, I'm actually sad to say this out loud, but I rewatched New Jersey and I rewatched Orange County from like beginning to end. That's okay. So- I've done very similar projects. So, I've been catching up on The Real Housewives I haven't watched. So I watched all of Potomac, which was an incredible journey. Just (laughs) I I think it is now like one of my top favorites. So much fun. Yeah. And I watched four seasons of New Jersey, four seasons, five seasons of Atlanta. And I think that's and yeah, and I'm watching Southern Charm right now, which I've also never watched. I've never watched that one. I've heard good things, but I haven't watched. It's it's a lot, <laughs> but, but I feel like it's the perfect time. Like if you're if you're not into these shows, but it's quarantine and we're stuck yeah. at home, why not binge watch it? It's great background <laughs> show. You know, I feel like I yes. can do other things. You don't have to pay attention the whole time. Exactly. I 
I make a lot of orders. Oh, yes. All those shows. <laughs> I believe it. You just like once you hear people screaming, you're like, OK, pause, rewind. Gotta, yeah, and then you're exactly. Caught <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talk about like the community aspect of your business. I know that's a really big component. There's obviously like the Facebook group. How did you transition into creating um, those communities? So the Facebook group kind of just came about. I created the Facebook page and then it was like, do you want to create a group? And I was like, sure. Came with the page for a very long time. It was just me in the group because I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do with it. And then people just started joining. We have over a thousand people in there. It's something that people can, you know, during COVID, so many people got dogs and so many people don't know what to do sometimes with their dogs. They don't know where to go. So it's a great space to just go in and be like, hey, I need my dog's teeth cleaned. Where can I go? And people are very real and telling people this place is great. I had a bad experience at this place. I highly recommend this place. So I think it's a great sense of community where you can just kind of blatantly ask things and no one's going to judge you for, I think I posted the other day, like how many photos do you have in your camera roll of your dog? And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to admit, but we're not judging. <laughs> Cause no. we're all this, we probably all have the same amount or more. So I have no really idea nice. how many I have. <laughs> it's like, I think, I think it's like 90% of my phone. It's I've only had boss a year. It may be oh a little God. embarrassing. <laughs> Do you have an iPhone where it actually like sections the different people in your phone? I do, but it doesn't. I think I have an older model. Okay. Maybe, but I, I I do know that they don't recognize boss's face for some reason. So you can actually type in dog though, and it'll show you all the photos of dogs. Oh that you my have God. On your phone, and that's, that's kind of where I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to send you a message after <laughs> this and tell you. The crazy thing too is because I work with all these rescue groups, I, the amount of dog photos on my phone, it's not just boss. I have like ev- like so many strangers, dogs. I have, this is what I tell everyone. Like I have dog genitalia. I have like all sorts of just like weird things that I've had to just be like, hey, does this need a vet visit? And that's yeah. still on my phone from like months ago. So yeah, if some stranger found my phone, I don't know what they would think. They'd be okay. like, we're definitely returning this. <laughs> There's no valuable information on this phone. It's just a crazy dog lady. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Do you find as well that with the Facebook group, there's like a great way to have some integration with your business or people asking questions about like what's coming up? Yeah. Well, with, with no events happening, it's kind of yeah. a sad thing. Like I had even on our website a section for events and I was like, well, there's nothing happening. So I took down that little section for now, but it was when we were having events and in the city people would post like hey who's going to Wolfstock this weekend like do you want to meet up and it's been a great way to for people to even make friends and be like hey I got a puppy and I live in city place and my puppy isn't socializing because we're not really going out very many places does anyone want to go walk a trail with just the two dogs and social distance and you know people are, have told me they've become friends with people off of the group or met people at our events before so it's really nice to kind of have that and have that as a as an option for people I really love that and I mean yeah. finding dog friends is so important because I don't know boss loves his pals so much (laughs) and makes him happy and it's just nice to have people that you can talk about the weird dog stuff with (laughs) oh for sure definitely and I I feel like that's what I am in my neighborhood because everyone kind of knows that I'm like the dog like our front area is always filled with dogs in the summer because we'll just sit outside and then someone will walk by and be like oh there's Chino and they just open my fence and let their dog in and they're just here playing so I'm like the front of my my house basically looks like a a doggy daycare sometimes so everyone kind of knows and 
I'll just hand out random treats too, which doesn't really help either. I'm like, hey, do you want treats for your dog? It's nice to kind of have that and and tell people like, you know, if you join this group, you can find other people in your neighborhood to to connect with. And even I've seen people post like, I don't have, I have this food, my dog doesn't like it, someone Mm -hmm. else takes it. So it's really nice to just kind of have that community of of other dog owners and they're in the city and you know, that they're going to recommend things that you are relatable to you, right? Yeah, definitely. And do you find that the Facebook group is all like Toronto dog moms or are there other Canadian dog moms on there? So mainly everyone's in Toronto. We have a few people in the GTA, like in Pickering and Vaughn and things like that. But for the most part, the majority are in Toronto. Yeah. And it keeps growing, which makes me think Mm -hmm. that everyone just got dogs. (laughs) Oh my God. I I just look at my neighborhood. I'm on St. Clair West and I see so many more dogs than last year. Yeah. Yeah. And even people that already had a dog before COVID, they got a second dog. Like, I just keep telling everyone, I'm like, I'm the only one that didn't get a dog during COVID. (laughs) I'm a little upset about it, but the FOMO is real. Yes, it's definitely, but I make it a point to like go over to everyone's dog and be like, what's your dog's name? Where'd you get them? <laughs> Ask all the questions. And I'm like, okay, we, we have enough dogs around here that I, I borrow them when I need to. <laughs> That's what you can use the Toronto Dog Moms group as well. You can just be like, yeah. I'm bored of my dog. I need to pet another dog. Can anybody offer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fun. I also wanted to ask you about your relationship to the rescue community. I know that rescue is really important to your brand and you do a lot of work to help local rescues. So I wanted to hear a bit more about that as well. Yeah. So the the main rescue that you could say that we are associated with is the Toronto Humane Society. So our first event that we did, a large portion of our our proceeds went to them. I actually live down the street from them. So it's really convenient to just walk in and be like, hey, I want to make a donation today. Obviously, I don't need to go in. I only go in because I'm like so can I go look at the dog for adoption <laughs> while I'm there because I can totally do a donation online no that's I, the type of place that you're like I'm gonna go in person to drop yeah. this off I'm, I'm like just um, do a laugh exactly I'm like uh, <laughs> Um, so can I walk over there? They're like, yeah, oh my sure. God. Like, yeah, well, if you I, get it, get it figured out. <laughs> if I live there, I would just bring a new home, new dog home every day. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, um, I make it a point to go in and, and do it in person when I can. But so that's been our main one. But I think for 2021, we're actually going to be switching. And I want to do something where we're doing a different rescue every mm-hmm. quarter. So that way it's kind of, you know, work to everyone's benefit. And we can work with different rescues on different things. One of our events, we actually had Help Pause was there and they had a booth and they kind of were able to educate people about everything that they're doing and then part of our proceeds went to them so we do try to change it up and then you know there's a lot of people that are going through things right now too so there's a lot of GoFundMe's that I've seen posted from some of the dog moms that have been with you know Toronto dog moms since day one and have supported us and they just are going through a hard time with their pets so sometimes we don't always donate to a rescue but we'll donate to somebody's personal GoFundMe just because we know the cost of vet bills yeah you know pretty high up there I've, I've experienced it with my dog where I'm like oh my God, how am I going to pay for this? So, so it's not always, you know, it, it's always going to help a dog in need, but it might not necessarily be a dog that's in a shelter or anything, but it might be someone's personal dog at home that they're going through a hard time, especially during COVID. People have lost their yeah. jobs and things like that. So I have done a few GoFundMe's this past year as well. That's amazing. And yeah, it's definitely like rescues are upping their work and individuals yeah. need help to yeah. hold on to their dogs um, while they're going through tough times. Yeah. 
for sure. What do you see Toronto growing into in terms of a dog community? So especially since you said everyone's getting a dog. I think um, a lot of places are going to be super pet friendly. I think everywhere's going to change. Weirdly enough, the mall that was only open for like two weeks, I want to say. Yeah. I had to call, go in there for something. It seemed like everyone was in the mall with their dog. I don't know if it was just because nobody cared. Um, oh my gosh. But I, I counted six dogs in the mall that day. And it wasn't like dogs that you can carry. It was dogs, you know, 80 pound dogs, eight pound dogs. I was like, maybe they're bending the rules and allowing things to be a little bit more relaxed. But I'm hoping that it does change, especially for patios and things like that. It, it looks like it's going to be the only way we're going to be able to dine for a little bit. Yeah. It would be nice to have more pet friendly patios in the city. So I think that's going to make a huge difference. The amount of dogs that people have and people wanting to go into places with their pet is going to hopefully make a lot a lot more spaces pet friendly. Yeah, that's so true because that's like potential lost business for people now because we yeah. all have dogs to take care of. We can't stay out as late once the world opens again. Um, yeah. It's going to look like a different city. I know even I just like in my neighborhood, I like literally pinpoint the places I can go in with boss and I choose mm-hmm. to go there. Like yeah. I'm like this well, corner store, this coffee shop. And then this eventually shop. your dog knows. Eventually oh, yeah. your dog knows. They're like, I know that the wine rack gives me treats. Like Chino lives to go to the wine rack. I'm like, Chino, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I look crazy going into the wine rack at 10 a.m. <laughs> But he's pulling me because he knows that they have trees. So it's like they they eventually know too. It's like they have a water bowl here. They pull you there. So it I think it will change because you know if I can't I can't bring my dog I'm not going. Yeah. A lot. I think a lot of people will will feel the same way, and I think a lot of stores will change their policies and, and allow pets to come in. That would be so fun. I love taking him places because yeah, he gets yeah. so excited. Um, oh. oh my god, our corner store it's hilarious. Like they give him like full. You know he's a twenty pound dog. They give him full size treats like five at, at a time and I'm always just like oh my god he and all he has to do is just like do a little spin and they give him a, another spin and give him a treat so he pulls us towards the corner store every day and so funny. you know and then we end up getting our snacks he gets his snacks so it's exactly. just a cycle yeah so I think a lot of places will change and and that will become a thing and I, I think prior to COVID too a lot of places were kind of becoming more pet friendly like there was a lot of yeah. breweries in the city and a lot of like independent shops in the area too that I've noticed that they'll have a water bowl outside and it says pets are welcome so that it's nice to see that yeah definitely I've noticed a lot more of it in the neighborhood even here too and I do hope it continues because yeah I just want to bring my dog everywhere or I want to be on a walk with my dog and be like oh I want to go pick up this thing yeah exactly what do you see as well as the plans for the future of your business I mean we talked about events do you have any thoughts on like things you'd love aspirationally to do in the future um yeah so events are a huge thing like I personally love organizing them my favorite one had to be the Halloween event that we had because everyone showed up in costume like dogs owners matching stuff it was the best thing ever definitely events are a huge thing for us that I'm hoping to to kind of be able to do and expanding so expanding to other Canadian cities is, is definitely something that has always been in the plan it's just a matter of kind of perfecting this community here and seeing how that grows and then going 
going to another city and, and expanding it there. So definitely going Canada wide at some point would be the dream. <laughs> what city are you thinking of next? So we've launched in Niagara and I'm thinking this would probably be like Montreal or Ottawa. Obviously I would love Vancouver, but that would just be for my own purposes to have an excuse to travel and call it work travel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but traveling not being an option now, I think something closer that that's drivable if needed. Um, you know, other cities where I can go and visit and it's part of my research. Love <laughs> and it. I can it's bring my dog, excuse. hopefully. <laughs> yes. And you can find yeah. every dog business that you can include in your exactly. community list. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm there for work, but really I'm there to pet the dogs and, and go on vacation. <laughs> That's why you have the best job. <laughs> yeah, it would be awesome. Ingrid, where can we find you and find Toronto Dog Moms? So if you go to www.torontodogmoms.com, you can find our website there. And there's a link to our Facebook page or Facebook group and our Instagram too. So our social media has been a huge for us so definitely instagram and if you love the housewives instagram page has not only puppies but also bravo and other little fun little things that I throw in there every once in a while. So definitely check us out on Instagram. You won't be disappointed. I really hope this podcast finds that like amazing niche of like dog moms <laughs> who love Bravo, because if, <laughs> if, if it weren't so small, I would have probably just done a podcast about that. <laughs> yeah, it, that would be amazing. It'd be like coffee with Jiggy. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to really send a lot of emails to Lisa Vanderpump and just see if she'll get on here next. That would be amazing. <laughs> That's my dream now. <laughs> hey, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Go for Thank it. Thank you. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. I had a lot of fun meeting you and learning more about your business. So thank you. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to hear the podcast line. Rescue Dog Moms is a project by Yamini, inspired by her rescue boss, who you can find on Instagram at the Pup Boss. To keep up with the Rescue Dog Moms podcast, you can follow us at rescuedogmoms.ca or on Instagram at rescuedogmomspod. See you next week. Ah!